afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Real World Talks with Lourdes, Natalie, and Kathy. Hi, ladies. Hi. Hi. On today's episode, we have a special guest by the name of Maddie Weinstein, who is the Senior Food and Beverage Training Coordinator at Hershey Entertainment and Resorts. Hi, Maddie. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. We truly appreciate it. Of course. So for our listeners, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what led you to become the Senior Food and Beverage Training Coordinator at Hershey Entertainment and Resorts? Yeah, definitely. So it's a bit of a story, but I'll start with my name is Maddie. I'm from York, Pennsylvania, but I am currently living in Hershey, PA, where I'm the Senior Training Coordinator for Hershey Park, um, otherwise known as Hershey Entertainment and Resorts. So I have a pretty unique background story, I think you could say. My background is in hospitality, and I definitely wouldn't change that for anything. Um, I started as a hostess at my uncle's restaurant in York when I was 15. And since then, I've worked at Disney World um, as a front desk and concierge cast member. I was in marketing and sales. I dabbled a little bit in the entertainment world, working for a convention center, and then working marketing for AEG Presents, which is a talent acquisition company. So before coming to Hershey, I was kind of a little bit of everywhere, Um, but it was right after I was getting my master's this summer, I was graduating college when my interest peaked at Hershey. I've always loved entertainment complexes and centers, and I obviously look to Florida a lot with the big hospitality companies there, but because Hershey was just down the street, I never really thought to inquire about jobs there, Um, and it's just somewhere that I grew up attending over the summer, but I started as an intern in my current department. And when I realized how much I loved the company and I loved the job, I knew that I had to make a more permanent decision. So um, I ended up leaving my master's program to take on a part-time position here. And oddly and perfectly enough, a full-time position within my department was created. And I was lucky enough to have been selected for it. So I went from intern to part-time to a full-time manager all within about six months. Um, And it felt really, really good that my management company had a lot of really good faith in me. Um, But it holds holds true today. Um, My two years with the company is uh, next week on the 17th. So long journey, but I'm really glad I'm here. Thank you so much, Maddie, for that amazing, I would say, sharing of how you grew. um, And also like a little bit of the transition of when you were making this decision between going for your master's and then continuing your professional development. Um, So thinking about Hershey Entertainment and Resorts, it's funny, every time I think of Hershey's, it sounds so crazy, but I'm thinking of chocolate and something fun (laughs) and like entertaining. But if you could describe in three words, working for Hershey Entertainment and Resort, what would they be and why? Awesome. Yeah. So definitely the first one I want to say is motivating. You're really working around a lot of people that have the same passions as you and they all want to see the company succeed. So my own team members and just the company in general always keeps me motivated. So I would definitely say very motivating. I would also say um, exciting. We always have something new. So we just had our brand new expansion. It's our largest expansion in history. Um, And it is Chocolate Town. So we opened up a brand new restaurant, a Starbucks, a new roller coaster, two retail stores. 
Um, so we're always having something new coming. And then the last word, which I think is a kind of basic word, but I think I, there's a best word to describe this company. It would be fun. Um, every day when you come in, it's truly something different every day as we have concerts, we have sporting events that occur here. We have our daily guests. We have the park. We have Zoo America. And really, it's just a fun job that we get to do every single day. Um, yeah, so I wouldn't really trade this job for the world. <laughs> awesome. Thank you for sharing. So as someone who was in school and obtained their hospitality degree, um, can you share some advice with students and even alumni who may want to go down a similar career path as you? Where should they start? Yeah, um, the best advice I can definitely give is there's truly nothing better to do than just go out and see what the hospitality world has to offer you. Um, the jobs that spark the most joy in you, I think, are the ones that give you the biggest reality checks. Um, so I know that sounds a little weird, but when someone, when you go out into the job and the workforce, you don't really know what you're going to like and what you're going to dislike until you're there. Um, so getting backgrounds from all different places doesn't only allow you to stand out on your resume, but it also lets you know what you like and don't like about the industry. So I went down to um, my previous position working at Disney at the front desk. And I realized, wow, I really don't want to work in resorts at all. But if I didn't have that experience and push myself to do it, then I never would have known that it's something that I didn't end up wanting to spend my career on when the, my previous probably 19 years of life, that's all I really intended to do. But until you're really out in the job and experiencing everything, um, you won't kind of get that. So even if the job doesn't sound like something that's 100% for you, even if it's 75%, um, you're going to learn from it. And that's what you just have to take with you into the future. Absolutely. I definitely agree with you, Maddie. And we shared that bit of advice with our students all the time when we meet with them. So thank you for sharing. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you love the most about your job? And can you share a memorable moment or a funny story that you've experienced in your professional career? Yeah, definitely. So I love how much everyone loves their job here. I know I've said that previously, but truly being around professionals and just people that became your friends makes the job so much easier. Um, but the company culture here is just great. Um, I'm also a young professional, so I'm only 23, but I have our food and beverage director as well as our executive chef coming to me for assistance, um, as well as like high level leaders and executives we have here. So it feels really good that my professionalism has shined through my time here. I um, mean, it doesn't really look like that's slowing down anytime soon either, which is really good. Um, I definitely love that. But um, a memorable moment or funny story. So memorable moment, I will definitely say would be our 2021 spring training event. So um, my boss and I worked really hard. We have a huge spring training event for all of our food and beverage employees where we teach them the ins and outs of food safety updates for the year. Um, it's for our supervisors. And this year we actually did a clue game where we animated basically Hershey Park. So we animated our managers, we had them record lines, we animated our food stands, and we had a kind of clue-esque type game, like a whodunit with food safety and foodborne illness outbreaks. Um, and obviously it was all made up, but it was super, super fun. 
not only to have created that, but utilize it in our future trainings. And recently I had um, one of our team members say uh, to one of the animated characters, hey, that kind of looks like my boss. And it was him. So it was just really cool that all of our hard work and effort that we had for creating this event two years later, like really did make an impact, not only on the supervisors that attended, but now on the team members that it trickled down to. So yeah, it was super memorable. We were all in here and it was super hot and the internet kept going out, but it was fine because <laughs> we made it work. <laughs> Awesome, Maddie. Thank you so much for sharing that. So I know that your title is Senior Food and Beverage Training Coordinator, and a big part of my world and my passion is in training and development. Mm -hmm. So kind of talking about that topic, what is your favorite type of learning slash training style and why? I think I really try to make every training interactive as possible. I'm not a big fan. I know this is probably not the best crowd to say this to, but I'm not the biggest fan of school. Um, I graduated in about two and a half years because I just have trouble listening to how things should be done instead of experiencing them. So what I try to do in my trainings is make it very hands-on instead of more of an instructor-led training. I try my best to make it where the team member is really involved as well. Um, and I do everything I can to ensure the information is understood, comprehended, and then can be repeated back to me. Awesome. Okay, so you mentioned in your story that um, there was a lot that um, has taken place for you to um, conduct their training for some of your colleagues or employees. So I wanted to know with the stress of work at times, how do you maintain work-life balance? Yeah, that's a super, super great question, especially for us in hospitality. I think um, really, I mean, the entire workforce right now is very go, go, go. Um, but I have said this in a LinkedIn post as well, um, but I truly believe that your days off should mean that you are off. Capital letter O-F-F -F, off. Um, I try really hard not to look at my emails um, and I try to respect everyone else's time in saying that as well. So if my boss is off, I make sure, okay, is there something that I need to text or call her about right this minute or can it wait until Wednesday? Um, or can it wait until you know the next time she's in? How can I problem solve here to make her life better? But I think just really making sure that your days off are not, okay, it's my day off, but I'm going to answer some emails and I'm going to make sure I'm there for my boss or I'm going to, you know, be that person. When you have time off to step away from a project, it really makes you understand a different perspective. And if you're stuck on something like, you know, how am I going to get this training out? How am I going to track this? How am I going to be able to do all of this stuff? Or maybe it's as simple as the development of a training and you're stuck, you're not feeling creative. I always say to walk away from it and then come back. Um, but best thing with work-life balance is understanding that life is life and that always at the end of the day is going to come first. So when you're off, make sure you're kicking your feet up, spending time with friends and family, getting to experience other aspects maybe of the industry that you're interested in. I know when I'm off, I always like to go to other theme parks. I like to travel, go to big cities, see what I like about there. Um, but yeah, just really being off and staying off, I think, is the most important part. 
I love it. I love how you emphasize capital O F F. I'm gonna say <laughs> that as my mantra when my boss calls me on the weekend. I'm gonna say <laughs> I am capital O F F. No, just joking. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I definitely agree with you. I definitely think that you know, mental health is important. And I think that time away from work is so essential to be able to just have, you know, an opportunity to do some of the things that you enjoy. So thank you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And you just, you never understand how stressful or overwhelming a project is until you step away from it and are like, oh, why was I so stressed about this one particular like sentence or point that I needed to get across? And like when you stare at something for too long, you know, it makes it really hard to come up with an alternative solution. So just taking a step back is sometimes the best thing that you can do. No, it's, it's so true. And I always say um, to some of my colleagues, you know, those emails are going to be there tomorrow. So don't exactly. Think, yeah. Don't think that that email needs to get answered right away. It's going to be there tomorrow. Um, you know, make sure that you obviously have prioritized your time efficiently, but it's also important to make sure that you have your own mental health and well-being and, you know, make sure that you're doing the things that you enjoy. So exactly. And you can definitely see like having like I definitely really preach being off and I've seen like our we definitely are not super adamant about taking off um, here. But I think my kind of encouragement and perspective has made other people think a little differently. So also don't underestimate like your impact and how you, your opinions of things. Um, because if you say something and someone's like, hey, that actually is a pretty good idea. Um, you never know. So take the time off, think about it, come back. Preach. <laughs> <laughs> so um, my next question to you, Maddie, is um, what would you consider or what makes someone a great leader? I think knowing that you're a leader is one thing, but having people recognize you as one without saying it is the when you know that you're a leader. Um, so if I go into a situation like I'm the leader, I'm in charge, I know that I know what I'm doing. I don't think that that's very much leadership, but I think if you can go into a situation and say, yes, I am the leader, but how can my team help me? Um, and how can we have a kind of this for that relationship and a flowing work balance? I think that's how you know when you're a leader. I don't always think that it's characterized into, you know, not every leader is exactly the same. You don't have to be that bubbly outgoing leader. You don't have to be fit into this mold. I just think when you have that natural desire to be able to walk into a room and assess it with very calmly, um, and with compassion, I just truly think that that's, that shows what a leader is. Thank you, Maddie, for sharing that, especially the fact that, you know, leadership is such a, is such a great topic. It can be sensitive at times, but I feel like it's so great because everyone either aspires to be a great leader or hopes to be like, you know, having a great leader, you know, that they can look up to and look for support and development. Now, um, getting back to like that topic of like, you know, I was telling you when I think of Hershey Entertainment and I think of mm -hmm. fun and something yummy and, and just having a good time. Um, what is your favorite ride in guilty pleasure food item to eat at the park? So I'm going to start with food because I am in food and beverage. So I have to give them some credit here. 
everyone will tell you to go to our smokehouse and it is absolutely delicious. We smoke everything down there ourselves. We have mac and cheese sides, vegetable sides um, in our fall season. So Hershey Park in the dark. We have king size platters. So it's all of that good smokehouse food. So got to come here. However, I have to say, have you guys heard of Chickie and Pete's? I have not. No. Okay. So it's like um, chicken and French fries, but the best part is they have this cheese sauce and I don't know what they put in it, but it's magical. It's literally so good. Um, but you guys have to get it. It's like there, it's kind of like an old bay sauce on or like old bay seasoning on the fries, but like not old bay, but kind of like old bay. And then the cheese sauce is I like I said, I don't <laughs> even know. I feel like it's probably standard like nacho cheese sauce, but it is just so good to me. I could drink it. <laughs> um, and my favorite ride, I feel like would maybe be um laugh track it's the first indoor spinning ride in the united states so that's pretty cool um but it's also super super fun it's like an indoor roller coaster but like the actual cart spins um and the inside is uh what is it when the uh i'm trying to think of uh black light so like um all of it's like lit up and neon and it's just a lot of fun so if you're ever up in this area you guys have to go on that ride and eat some crab fries maybe after though so you don't get sick <laughs> oh we'll probably pick you up on your offer never know <laughs> <laughs> so i have a question maddie mm -hmm. um since we're like on a fun question um if you had a choice between two superpowers, being invisible or flying, which would you choose? Uh, all right. So I think I would choose flying because first of all, it's 2021. Why can't we teleport yet? I don't understand. Like there has to be enough technology that we can teleport already. Don't you agree? <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> and then I feel like if I wanted, like, if I could fly, I could also be invisible. Like, if I wanted to get away from someone, I would just fly away. And then I would be invisible. <laughs> so I feel like it's a two for one. Mm. Definitely. <laughs> Love it. So to kind of conclude um, our list of questions, we want to kind of end it on a high note. So yeah let's say we finish this interview and you step outside your offices and you find a lottery ticket that ends up winning $10 million. What would you do? First, I would cry. <laughs> That's <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I am definitely an emotional crier. Uh, I'm also, if someone else cries, I cry. So I just know that if I saw that, I would cry. Um, but I would first thing, give back to my parents and my family. Um, I didn't really realize or understand that concept until honestly a few months ago. Um, but I would definitely say my mom, I would definitely give my mom her dream kitchen. She's been wanting that forever. And then I would retire, I think. <laughs> At that point, if I had 10 million, I think I'd have to lay back and maybe get a vacation house travel the world. I don't know. I feel like everyone's answer is, you know, pretty basic to travel the world. 
but I'm trying to think of something I would use the money for creatively. Oh, I would probably um, try to build like my own mini theme park for like my birthday or something, like a big monument birthday. Oh, that's I feel like that would be fun. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like fun. Well, it's a dream concept in my head. So I think if I had 10 million, I would just have to run with it. <laughs> yes, no, 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 for sure, for sure. I know, I don't know what I would do. So you had some really good <laughs> ideas. Um, but thank you so much, um, Maddie, for your time. We truly appreciate it. Of and course, thank you for having me. Absolutely. And to all of our listeners, tune in for another episode next week. And we hope that you all have an amazing day.